Good evening, November Foxtrot. Lance has disappeared. He's, he was here. I bet, I bet he's down there. I bet he's hiding. I am here. I'm just looking for something. <laughs> <laughs> hi, Fresh Meat. Hi, Harry. Hi, Kenny. And hi, Ryan. Thank you for joining us. Harry says, Evening, chap. It's been away for the last couple of weeks. What did I miss? Not a lot. Oh, I'm mate, here. You missed me upsetting <laughs> all of America. Oh, in one foul swoop. In one, in, in literally one <laughs> sentence. Um, what else have we missed last few weeks? Oh, I can't even remember. What happened? Some laughs. What did I miss? Something about food. That's the, that's the question. <laughs> hey? Yeah, Harry. Sorry, Not I was a looking lot, for Harry. Read the Not a lot, basically. <laughs> even chat's been away for the last couple of weeks. What did I miss? Nothing. I've lost my NoFo cup, Harry, that the Reaper team currently bought me for our first birthday. So I'm uh, rather peeved for a minute. All right, hi Matthew, hi Danny, hi Ryan, hi James, hi Steve, yo yo mofo nofos, yo yo mofo nofos, hi Kevin, hi Rage, See that's beards better. have gone, what See, the fuck, yo mofo nofos, <laughs> hi Defiant, oh, no. sorry Harry, I did disagreement with a set of clippers, hi James, they won. hi Pony, mum was forced off of me, do you reckon so, it's all right so to wash mine, a coffee cup? But mine was my nature. <laughs> That's all right, isn't it? What? Wash a coffee cup out what? of a dirty finger. Oh, it's, honestly, you're getting older, Lance. It's like having a little old man in the corner. <laughs> just wash my cup of coffee in the corner. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just inquiring as to whether it's okay to wash a cup out with a dirty finger. Well, not so dirty. Yes. It's got covered in black spray paint, but that's what. Right. Oh, that's all Pegasus. Right. Hi, Pegasus. Can we all agree Andy needs his beard back ASAP? Yes, I'm trying. Yes. <laughs> not trying hard enough, sir. I'm not like one of Who's those the, um... spaghetti things where you squeeze it out. Yeah, like, like, you know, like, Danger like, Mouse? Play-Doh model. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know Danger Mouse? Who's the little um, accompany, the sidekick Penfold. in Danger Mouse? Oh. Penfold, Penfold, that's it. Oh. Or Millhouse. Millhouse. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I haven't shaved my head though, because literally, if I shave my head, Eddie out bottom straight away. I love, yeah, that's good. Eddie's cool. Edward Elizabeth Eddie Hitler is, cool. is his full name. <laughs> yeah. Let's try to there. Bit of, bit of trivia. How are we all doing? To a pub quiz. Good week, bad week. <laughs> oh, what to us? I thought you just. See you guys. Yeah. I thought you were just genuinely yeah. thrown out there as the as the as the anchor man. How are we all doing? <laughs> yeah. Penfold, there he is. Sorry, that's definitely oh, yeah. Andy. It's uncanny, really, isn't it? <laughs> bit jaundice, Andy. You need to get a bit yellow, <laughs> mate. Jaundice, yeah. That's <laughs> so what happens when you shave the beard off. You lose all the colour from the skin <laughs> as well. It's the jaundice. The beard's Tom's in the pub. Back. Tom's in the oh, bloody pub. What? Bastard. We should do We should do that. No, we shouldn't do that. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> what, live stream? Well, I don't, definitely not yeah, me, because well I have no filter. Hi, James. <laughs> I do I do look forward to Wednesdays. Just just Why's that? you know. Just because, you know, there's people to talk to. <laughs> that was a really lonely comment. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know. On average on average we have about sort of twenty people on the live stream in the audience. It's just nice to know that there's people out there that are vaguely listening to me. For a little while. <laughs> Sorry? For a little while. <laughs> Did I say something stupid? Oh, we are live, apparently. <laughs> oh, my, my laptop, I'm still waiting for my laptop to tell me that. Time. Come on, girl. Keep it up, keep it up. Right, have you got right. any new purchases this week? Yes. Uh, yes. 
I have had I've taken today delivery of 48 maple syrup buns. Okay. <laughs> you went for it. <laughs> oh yes. And and I love how Preppers discreetly packaged it and essentially in a huge ration pack cardboard box with maple buns on the side. And then my, <laughs> yeah. then my address next to it. I'm like, yeah, cheers guys. You're yeah. the best. I've um I've ordered stuff from them before and it's come in a box for Cornish pasties. So the postman the postman the postman genuinely went, Why have you ordered a hundred Cornish pasties? And for a split second I was like of yours, sir. Do I do I let him know? Could <laughs> yeah. you backhand him with a glove at the door? It's actually ex yeah. ex military gear. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was I was honestly when that email came through, I was like, Oh, do I, don't I, do I, don't I? <laughs> So for those that don't know, uh, Prepper Shop, uh, one of our friends, I guess, to the show. Um, oh, it's a cheeky discount on the website. Friends. Friends. Prepper friends. Um, they are having a bit of a warehouse clearance at the moment, um, which includes some rather Everything. interesting things. Everything. Um, yeah. But you can get backpacks. Mm, 10% off with code NOFO10. Does that still count on their um, clearance items as well, then? Yep. Yeah, man. Lovely. Did not know that. Cinnamon buns are good, mate. Yes, Danny. I'm with you there, brother. That's all right. As soon as you but the maple it, buns like... are good. Adam said they then send it in an Ann Summers box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Hi, Mike. Yeah, so hey, I had 48 cinnamon buns arrive. And I've, Chris, and I've finished sorry, my... Sorry, hang on, hang on, hang on. Just to prove that we do oh, put look, Chris's it's... messages. Oh, hello, Chris. Hello, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi. Welcome along. <laughs> I mean, at least you haven't got to do that again now. He can't mind yeah, that's, it. that's it for another year. I, I, um, I've, uh, I've finished my uh, new belt kit. Ah, nice. Looks exactly the same as the last one. It does, doesn't it? But it's a lot. The belt, the belt is a is a nice. It's lovely. I love it, man. I need to do a bit of adjustment. Cheeky little more knife on the side there. Hello. But yeah, she's all done. All bungeed up. All ready to rock and roll this Metal weekend. Do it. Work it. Work the shot. Work the shot. Little secret in-house joke there that neither of these two are laughing at because they're miserable. Parts. I got it. This wasn't that funny. It. I just didn't want to give that. <laughs> that was a bit. I'm just gonna go. Look, yeah. I'm in the loft. It's boiling hot. I haven't got to sit here and take this sort of bullshit from you two. I'm oh, drinking a hot coffee. Yes, mate. Is that the, the is that the Virtus Slimline one? No, this is the Warrior Salt one. Ooh, uh, a very nice gentleman who might be logging on today. Uh, it does just look like suspenders. Is that, your is that for That's your trim? They're, they're camo suspenders for my um, battle belt. Your your battle belt. Hold up your trim. Yeah. See, my brother's getting married in September, so I'm debating Good now getting some multi cam suspenders oh, for my uh, for my suit. I think it would be oh, hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mine don't do. Mine Hi, don't Terry. do that. They they've only got an elastic bit on the back. Bondage gear. Got to have a bit of bondage gear, Tom. Come on, mate. Yeah. You know. Uh, Marky Mark says, new purchases, new shorts for work. I overstretched them, ripped a hole right in the wrong place, spent the day wondering if my balls were on show. Fair enough. Just, just let exactly. them hang, man. Just let it do yeah. it. It's warm enough. In this weather, they look after themselves. In this weather, it's just... It's nice. Yeah. yeah. Balls out. Well, I, I've yeah. bought something as well, but it hasn't arrived yet. I bought a piezoelectric igniter for my uh, my wind burner, my new MSR wind burner. Ah. Um, Is that because... like a secondary igniter in case it packs up? No, so the MSR doesn't come with a piezoelectric igniter on it. 
Um, All right. I think the is it the jet balls do from recollection. Yeah, jet balls do. They are they can they are a bit hit and miss. I mean, yeah, I've got see, a jet ball. I've got the Highlander version, and I always have a big lighter with it. Just yeah. Just see because. my. My theory was of some of the research I did for showed that the uh, pizos went uh, on the jet boils, either they melted or they just stopped working. In which case, bro. you've got a bit of something attached to your jet boil that's completely useless. So I thought one of the perks of going with the MSR wind burner was so that you could obviously just you don't have that that it's it's one less thing to fail. Basically, I know it's an extra feature, um, but yeah, thought thought that'd be quite cool. So I got one of those. Nicely done, mate. Oh, nice. Tom's yeah, there we go. Tom said his is fifty fifty. So Yeah, yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. 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 Are you allowed to have that gat in the background, Andy? Chris, it's none of your business, alright? <laughs> You've had I'm one upset, question Chris, answered. <laughs> stop yes. stop stop chiming in with your with your nonsense. We haven't been right? kicked off yet. So... One question a week you're allowed, Chris. Alright, pack it in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one comment. <laughs> One comment. Um, and that, <laughs> you lot. Don't take the piss. So one bit of pew pew news. Pew pew We're news still not forgiving you for your for your, uh, for your for your magic magic machine gun either. We're still not forgiving yeah. you for that. One bit of pew pew news changing the subject that I wanted to vaguely discuss was I don't know if uh, I know you two saw it because obviously I, I sent the links to you. There was a lot of beef online about. Oh, Milsim, uh, a certain Milsim team patches and stuff where people sort of take it. It was perceived oh, that people take God, it too yes. seriously, and there was a lot of beef mm. around that. Um, I just wanted to gauge uh, the the question that formulated in my mind is: if you have a Milsim team, there, you know, you are um, working, you're, you're effectively forming a little. It's like a football club, obviously. You know, people are regularly playing together. That's the idea, and it kind of you build up that teamwork and you build up that kind of you know reliance on each other. Um, one of the questions that was good one of the questions. On, oh my god! One of the questions that arose was somebody mentioned accepting like minimum attendance at events as part of this Milsim teams like ethos for being being a part of that. Do you think that's a good idea or a bad idea? No, because that makes that's pressurising someone to attend when they no. when they've got other stuff going on. Like our punishers with young, free, single, easy. Well, not single or free, that matter. Um, you know, easy going, <laughs> and not all young either. Not, and not all young either. Actually, no, far from it. Actually, yeah. most of us are rather decrepit now. Um, but yeah, it's just easy going. You know, you attend when you can attend. If if, you, if, if the event's not for you, it's not for you. Not, I wouldn't. I'd never force anyone to come along to. A, it's just is what it yeah, is. Gutted, obviously, when people can't make it. But you know, stuff going on. I'm sure guys would love to be there, every single one, but they can't be. Yeah. And I certainly wouldn't make, oh, you have to attend amount of events a year. I'm like, oh, it doesn't that. make sense, especially at the moment. Like, do you know what I mean? Not everyone can afford to play. No, absolutely, mate. Absolutely week, that. You two know. or three times a month. There might be only three much. or four events you can attend a year. The fact is, you're in a yeah. team, you're with pals, you're in a WhatsApp group, you chat, you can stay in touch that way. You haven't got to go to events all the time. You know, might want to rock up and meet each other out just as a little bit of a wild camp somewhere. Hmm. Away from the airsoft scene. You know, it's not all about that for me. Okay, so next question then. What about if you have a member of your team that wears your team representation, i.e. a patch or something like that, and then obviously goes to an airsoft site and fucks about, obviously bringing... There is an element of bringing your team name into disrepute. Disrepute? Because then you just say, 
Well, they're, they're on their own accord, though, the aren't they? They're nothing to do yeah. with us, although they've got the patch on. I'd, you know, I doubt very much that someone would say, oh, look, they've got... A, I mean, no, Christ, our, our patch is a, is a modified Punisher skull with a couple of tweaks to it. It's very, very subtle. It's not gearish or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, I can't see him saying, "Oh, look, a member of the Punisher team." Or, or no, I mean it's an it. interesting one because I, yeah, I, I mean, I get it. I mean, if you're, I if there's ten of you at an event, leaving on bad dicks. terms anyway. But no, I mean, if there's ten of you at an event being dicks with all your patches on, and oh yeah, we're this team, blah blah blah. We've got, well, yeah, you made her off your own back there. But if it's just like one anomaly, then oh, I don't really, don't really bother me. You know, if you was to go to a skirmish day, Mike and be a cock again, well, th- um, it <laughs> wouldn't bother me. I told you that last time. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I don't just go to skirmishes and be a cock. I'm everywhere I go, yeah. I'm a cock. Yeah, but yeah. And I've, I've told you not to wear the patches out all the time. There's no need yeah. for it. Just yeah. having a brazard <laughs> in my shirt. In the shower. <laughs> you look like Adam says, reminding me of that SC Viper, RIP kid. Yeah. Sorry, Andy. No, no, no. That's what, as I was just saying, Lance had ended up looking with all these patches all over him like some weird South North Korean general. <laughs> yes, like, like, a, like, a, like a metal a metal band that just stretches out. Yeah. There is, well, there is, or there was, there was a Milsim team that used to award themselves medals. There was. Um, yes. They had a website, a, I believe, the US that, type um, thing. Yeah, where they gave themselves like medals of valor and stuff like that. And bits See, and if they're all ex ex soldiers or ex service. No, these people weren't, and that was why oh, there was a lot of right. beef about it as well. Yeah. Um, Rach says, when I get arrested for flashing at an old people's home, I was wearing my no-fo patch. Does that mean I can't watch anymore? Absolutely not. No, you get another one. When you got arrested? Who did you... What? (laughs) (laughs) See, that's that's just poor planning. You got caught. (laughs) Adam, having loads of patches is just the shittest digi camo. (laughs) (laughs) You should see the roof of my truck, mate. (laughs) Roof of my truck looks like someone's puked on it. Uh, Defiant says it depends on the team. I know some that take themselves very seriously. They train hard and compete hard. However, that doesn't fit with my ethos. It's got to be fun. It's meant to be a hobby. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Ryan says when guys wear the SAS patch at a site, we don't think they're actually SAS. So if they do have a team patch, why do they have to be a member of that team? True. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ed says, Mike, sorry to ask, have you done don't something? I've oh, done something with your hair. Um, I had a shower. And then I put product in my hair quite quickly afterwards, and it now looks like I've stuck my finger in a plug socket. So I oh, look like, no. quite lovely. Do you know what you look like as you took the piss out of me? Here you go. Keep talking amongst yourselves while I uh, okay. Bring this um, James C doesn't need to be a Milsim team. Any team can have a patch. They're great for building team cohesion. I do think you have to have a basic standard of involvement, not necessarily a game attendance. Yeah, I That's would agree right, with that. Exactly. Yeah, I think you know you, you've got to if you're going to be in the team, you need to at least participate. You fucker! <laughs> <laughs> For those that are joining us on the podcast, Andy has just presented a picture of Jimmy Neutron. So, thank you very much. Silly giddy there. Got the... Crying all the time. There you go. It can go both ways, mate. <laughs> Elvis Fraser. Elvis Fraser. Let's be honest, that's not the worst nickname that I've had from this, this no. show. <laughs> so, no, no. Right, should we actually get wait. in? Uh, I just put it out there. Can we get a meme of Mike on the uh, white oh, uh, sequin no. suit of uh, Elvis in Vegas? Bit of a suspicious mind. <laughs> oh, yeah. someone, if someone can get on that right now. <laughs> Mike, just look at the camera. Give us a little Elvis look there. <laughs> now you really do look like Jimmy Neutron. Was that, El- was that Elvis when he was on his way out? Was it? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Moving on. 
Um, for those that aren't aware, we obviously have a number of competitions running at the moment. We have the Build Your Own Plate Carrier, um, yeah. which I have to admit I need to get some branding out for. Um, oh, I if you'd like to... It. It's an OFI branded one. Wow. <laughs> for those, again, ah, that are just listening on the podcast, it's not worth logging into YouTube to have a look at this. <laughs> <laughs> it's Lance holding a mouse mat on his chest. It's not a mouse um, mat, it's a... Oh, a mouse, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, so it's build your own plate carrier competition. So any kind of domestic home product, uh, it must um, obviously be able to hold a, a plate of some type. It doesn't need to be real steel plates, um, but you know it, we need to be able to see it as a plate carrier. Um, the way you enter for that is obviously build your plate carrier. The more imaginative, the better. And then mm-hmm. you can submit that to us on our socials, which our email is nofochat at hotmail.com. Instagram is at November underscore Foxtrot underscore nofo. Or you can do so on our website at novemberfoxtrot.co.uk. Um, if you give us a bit of a spiel as well as about why you've done that, how you've done it, um, and a photo of you wearing it, that'd be awesome. Uh, the awesome. other competition we've got running at the moment is obviously the raising money for the RBLI. Um, to do that, there is a whole load of information on the website. I'm not going to run through everything, um, but we have some excellent raffle prizes. There's more being added all the time. Um, we have a tactical bag um, being donated by Crawley Surplus. Um, we're, I think, having a chat with um, Chris uh, from Country Sports Wholesale oh, Chris, about yeah. some yeah. edge tactical eyewear and some um, I think sites so, yeah. and things. Um, and there's some other bits and pieces as well. So, yeah. That's a lot of interesting and very exciting prizes. Sorry, I completely lost my train of thought there. There's a lot of very yeah, exciting sorry. prizes to win. Um, yeah, there is. Just go to our website. Um, it's vemmafoxtrot forward slash comp 100. Um, or you can find it on our homepage. Uh, and there's all the breakdown as to how you can enter. Please read the terms and conditions. It's only available to people in the UK just because of issues with postage. Um, but yeah, that yeah, is our it's exciting time. Loads of good prizes. Loads of good prizes Loads coming your way. Only if you enter, though. Only if you um, buy purchase (laughs) raffle tickets and ting. Uh, Ed said, I once got a medal for not moaning at an event. Nice. That's a good Congratulations, Ed. Good on you. Uh, Kenny got a medal (laughs) at Gunman. Oh, well, you... I'm I'm assuming that that was the... Did you win a thing? Yeah. Did you? They had their um, 20th birthday uh, party. Yes. uh, I know that there was some uh, competitions and things, so I'm assuming it was one of those, Kenny. What did you win, Ken? Was it like the snipery one, or was it CQB one? Or was it a different one? Or was it a medal for just arriving? (laughs) Yeah, just turning up. (laughs) James C, medals. Now that's a bit silly. (laughs) (laughs) Defiant, I'm going to start issuing medals at our events. Oh, God. I once won an award. So this isn't. This is a completely different story. But I once won an award for Endeavour at university, which I had to look up what Endeavour meant, and it actually means trying hard. So I won an award for trying. God on you. So, yeah. Uh, Lance, are you wearing a Nofo T-shirt? Oh, Sorry, I'm still yeah. clapping the Endeavour award, but I'm like, <laughs> thank you. Uh, yes, I am. So, so there. Stand up. <laughs> so there. Yeah. Oh, I didn't get mine. The bloody earbuds come out again. Oh, you will get it. Calm down. (laughs) Here it is. Yep, so we are currently um, sampling and testing some T-shirts, basically, so that we can um, hopefully have some T-shirt offerings to people. Offerings, cravings, yes. Um, Harry Badger, I have a spaghetti and meatballs plate carrier in the works. 
have a spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah. Ah, badges on the spaghetti and meatballs. I'm on the pasta bolognese. Ah. Mm. Yes, Harry. Uh, Rage, yeah, can yeah. it hold dinner plates? Bear in mind, if you say no, then what is a plate, Harry? Mate, yes, of course, by all means. Yeah, plate, yeah. I, with I, food I on it, though. It, yeah. Like an admin pouch, <laughs> unzip it and drop with dinner, like a roast, like a roast beef. Yorkshire pudding. Oh, Rage, that's you, mate. You're roasted a plate carrier. I'm a spag bowl. Roasted a plate Harry's carrier. meatballs. Wallop. <laughs> uh, Chris says, out of interest, who is the Milsim team? Um, yeah, just skip to the next question, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it wasn't now this is important actually because there is there is another team with a similar name which i think is, we should I just let people look it up for themselves and yeah i'm gonna it, but just to hole. clarify it's particularly bear in mind there's two different teams um it's yeah uh no, no andy the other way point the other way <laughs> no, no harry badger well 20th birthday event was amazing yeah no that's not um, pointing at mike is that point the way your guns point. No, point the way your guns pointing, which is that, ah, way. that way. No, that way. Kenny, oh. Oh, fuck's sake. Kenny won yeah. the uh, the no. six man team game. Um, by the way, no, the other way. So well, that nice. way. It's not oh, that look. way. Yes. I can see Kenny, it's Kenny, Well, you two, Mike, shut up. Kenny won him, the six man team game, and they split the one hundred pound prize for bags of 0.3 BBs. Oh, was that the um, team trials through the speed shooting target area thing? CQB area? Like clearing house, clearing type thing. I thought I saw a video on that. Maybe. Uh, James C would fake cardboard plates count as plates. Uh, yes. yes. It doesn't, it, yeah, it doesn't, you can make it out of anything. Yeah. It's just, it's the, the time. I would love to see an Ikea time. one. I'd love to see an Ikea I'd one. Like I'd love to see an Amazon, an Amazon one. Like an Amazon cardboard package one. Man Summers one. Man Summers one would be quite Victoria's funny. Seat, Victoria's New from Man Summers, the Warrior DCS Frilly. Frilly? <laughs> yeah. Frilly? yeah. Got that oh, big just... old pair of bloomers. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Frilly. <laughs> Woo! Tonight's episode. <laughs> Tonight's episode, we are talking about uh, LMGs and sort of support weapons within that kind of ilk. Um, Andy, do you want to uh, kick us off? Yeah, so uh, we'll start with the obvious support weapons, uh, which are the LMGs and uh, saws or squad support weapons. Um, obviously, I know there's a few guys who have played with the real thing, or not played, had to lug them around. But uh, obviously, we're just going to talk from a uh, an amateur's point of view. So if there is anything that we do miss or you like to bring up, let us know. Yeah, it's a professional. Yeah, I, I love learning about the LMGs. <laughs> Um, and getting taken the piss out of as well. So, um, I think all three of us have one, don't we? Like literally, we all do. three of us have. Are you, you still got yours, or are you still getting rid of it? It's still, it is still for sale. Just because, Andy, can you turn your audio up a little bit on your mic? You, I, I've turned you up as much as I can. Here, I can't do anything more. Right. Chat amongst yourselves for a second, then carry on. Am I am I all right? Mark? You're fine. You're lovely, Lance. Well done. Thank you, Mike. Love you. Tony, um, it's Tom, Tom are, you know, are, are very helpful. Can we turn Andy's audio up a bit? <laughs> yes. Hi, Philip. Thanks for joining, mate. Ah, can I feel? There you go, mate. Cracking. Oh, what's he got there? Is it like an egg type? Uh, he's, he's yeah, I've still got my um, I've still got my two four nine, but it is still for sale. So I don't think we're allowed so to say that on here. With the sale of that, what that? that? 
Sorry, go Andy. Is that better? Yeah. Oh yeah, because I just that's have to be like that all the time. Oh, oh, now, now, now you're talking. With my snowball. Oh, oh, that's better. So with the um, the sale of your two four nine lance, will that remove your LMG capability, or is that? Uh, yes, because obviously I won't have it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, in terms of are you planning to get another one, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> This was like the bloody oh, sandwich last night. Uh, that's got to be the question of the evening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought that would be blatantly fucking obvious, Mike, wouldn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, no, I don't intend to purchase another support weapon, Mike. So you are absolutely right. Um, I apologise for laughing at you. Yes, I'll just will, turn uh, you off. Remove <laughs> just, my... It just muted you. It will remove my supporting <laughs> role. Um, yes, it will. Sad to see it go, but I don't. I just don't use it, mate. I've got my, my M4 that's been just been redone. My DMR has just been is just banging. The MP5, the AK, it's just it doesn't get used. I'd, I'd sooner see it to go to one of my pals or someone I know who I'm going to see at events who's going to be slinging BBs down with it. This is getting used. It literally just sits here, just gathering dust. So perfectly good. So. Anyone? I mean, I guess yeah. for your for your own particular playstyle, you obviously run either the TL. Or comms up, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot, if it's our team, I'm sort of like TL and I do the radio up at the same time. So just having the 249 and being a support role, that's just not going to happen. You know, I'm M4. Uh, a lot of the time it'd be my DMR because I'm usually sort of slightly further back with my two fire teams going balls out against whoever it is we're going against. And so I coordinate from there so I can sort of do some range shots as and when between you know, dishing out orders over comms and, and liaising with zero and stuff like that. So, which is, again, again, it's very rare. So it's usually the M4, the MP5 for me. Uh -huh. <clears throat> so, yeah, it just doesn't, it's not, there's nothing wrong with it. It's a brilliant bit of kit, um, but it's just, it just doesn't get used. And, like, you know, yeah. I, I could just, I could use the cash elsewhere doing other projects, which are important to me. So that's yeah, the plan. Find, that's the plan. I did find being uh, TL with the LMG was a bit difficult. It's not. It's you're not. Always, you're it's never not, yeah, up it's there just, to see what's going on. It's you're not always... used to its potential, is it? As a as, no. as a team leader with it, do you know what I mean? Unless you're running like a little micro team sort of thing, then you're and you've got like, you've got like a little short stubby, like you like yours, Andy, there, and it's like maybe a little four man unit. Perhaps you could use it then. <clears throat> but from from my point of view, I, I it just wouldn't get used. Would not get used no. at all. So. And I didn't buy a pickup truck because I was at a mountain at the top of that. I got a, uh, a <laughs> yeah. truck. So that, uh, the uh, top cover is uh, out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. But yeah. I will, I will be sad to see it go. <laughs> wicked. Oh, damn it. it is wicked. Sorry. I tried to mute it in time, but I couldn't get down there. <laughs> What's that comment? Can we turn Andy's audio down again? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Watch out! <laughs> I mean, that's um, it's an interesting point you made, obviously, about the the use of the LNG being in in a certain role. Because I, I know I've sort of found that in the past that you know you you can't if you're rocking up to an event as an LMG gunner, you can't even like throw yourself into a position really of running the comms or no. you know TL or medic or anything like that. You are you're almost picking your role mm. um, from from the outset. So. 
And that's yes. it, and that's you then. You are suppressing an enemy position. You are laying suppressive fire for your team to exfil from a location. Uh, you're laying suppressive fire to keep enemies' heads down while your team infills into an area. And that is you. That is what you should be doing as a yeah. as a support gunner sort of thing. Not cutting about as if you're a rifleman, but you have to have a machine gun. You need to be yeah, on the definitely. flanks or position where your TL positions you, covering that junction of that road. I want you to pepper that window, top left of that house, keep whoever's head it is in there down, or that doorway. And, that's what you, and that is your role. That is your yeah, role. 100%. Yeah. And there's only um, a few guys that really do it really, really well, to be fair, that I've seen at events. Him being one of them. <laughs> and oh, oh. Mr. Rapson. I must give some shout out to Fresh Meat. Fresh Meat is banging on an LMG. Yeah. Probably two of the best I've seen ever in all my uh, airsofting days. Oh, thanks very much. I'll pay you later. That's right, mate. My pleasure. I'm just waiting for Mike to burst now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> To be and fair, though, you, of course. To be fair, though, I have been doing it for... I have been running a support gun for... He's actually chewing that now. 20, year, 20 years line. now. <laughs> 20 years I've been running in a, 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 some sort of support weapon. Oh, no, he's <laughs> not even looking at me. Not even <laughs> me. He knows I'm only joshing. I'll phone him up later on the way to work and sing to him down the phone again. <laughs> yeah, these two, they have a private little love chat on the way to work. I'm not invited. Mike phones me up. When Mike calls me, when Mike rings me, my phone just goes, bow, You need so, an Elvis song or Jimmy Neutron. My LMG offerings, I, I run a um, stoner, like the, the classic GMP. Stoner 1200 box mag, um, and then I haven't actually run it yet, but I also I've, I've got some little photos. I'm just going to show these. Um, oh, so this is, is my GMP Stoner. I know we've sort of oh. discussed this briefly on the show before. James likes that. Um, the Divine. That's there. It's one of his favourite weapons, mm. isn't it? Yeah, uh, Kevin. No, Kevin's James got likes one as well. Yeah. The um, the only things I've really done to this uh, are I've put a top rail on aesthetically. Um, which you can't see in that photo, but it sits on the dust cover. And then um, it's been specced up through various gun techs and the like. Um, so it, it shoots lovely, basically. Um, so that's that's my GMP stoner. And then the other one I've got um, is actually the one behind. I don't have a better photo of it, but it's the one with the red optic on uh, to the back of that. And that's the um, M249 featherweight. Um which I know that <laughs> James from Defiant literally said plastic super light LMGs are not LMGs. And I would yeah. completely agree with you. <laughs> um, however, it is. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, I get it. I get it. There is obviously the, um, there's, there's the whole, the whole point in the LMGs really are to lay down suppressive fire. And then, you know, the, the counter off to that is the weight detriment. Um, yeah. That being said, <clears throat> I personally think that you're, it's still a bulky weapon of sorts um, and yes featherweight means little bitch weight and I completely agree with you <laughs> but I can run quicker with it basically <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I haven't actually properly used it in game yet it, it needs a lot of work done to it out of the box it's not very good um, that's the S&T one I've found um so yeah, I will be working on that at some point. Uh, Mike is just so you, a huge sorry, mate. Have you not fielded your um, featherweight at uh, an event yet, or you have? Uh, I have run it uh, at <clears throat> some event. I think I can't remember which event it was, but I did run it briefly um, and found it was just really pants. 
Um, it didn't have the range on it. It wasn't firing quite how I want it to fire or operate. So I, I haven't used it yet. Mm. Um, I mean, it, basically, the reason I got it, I, I normally run my GMP Stoner, which is seven kilos. Uh, that weighs five. Um, and the reason I got it is because I just wanted a, a slightly more modern looking LMG. Uh, for some of our roles, you know, the, the GMP Stoner Wasp is a good gun, um, or replica, or whatever you want to call it. Um, it it's not necessarily era appropriate all the time. Um, mm. So the the point in getting that sort of two four nine was just basically so it looks the part, really. Um, yeah, yeah, nice. So those are my offerings. Tidy, tidy, tidy. Oh, lovely. Do you want to talk about yours, Andy? Oh, yeah. That's mine. There she is. <laughs> My beast. Um, so, yeah. Uh, mine's Mark 46. Um, mod 1, I think it is. Uh, based off of Sunny Quinn's, off of uh, Seal Team. Uh, copied the paint job and everything. Um, I've spent way too much money on it. More than I'd like to admit. Uh I've gone in self-winding box mag, all the internals all redone. Um, yeah, that's kind of it really. And Vortex Optics on top for when they get shot out, because nice. no one like no no one likes an LMG gunner, so you always get loads of fire aimed at you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you need to be suppressing more. Yeah, suppressing more. Oh yeah, but now. <laughs> Now I've had the latest set of upgrades on it. It does shoot a lot better and a lot further. So uh, I was having, uh, I went in the wrong direction. So I went for higher rate of fire, shorter range, mm -hmm. um, and at mill sims, especially in woodlands and stuff, it didn't. It it was pointless, like because yep. the TMs and everything were out fire, uh, outranging me. Although it sounded absolutely horrendous, and kept their heads down from that point of view. None of the rounds were reaching anyone. So. Mm -hmm. We've now slowed down the rate of fire, um, which means that we can get a better air seal on the barrel, which means that I'm getting a better range out of it now. And is that about your barrel, Andy? Is that fully extended to the end of the, su the suppressor, or is that just finished short? No, so in that photo, it, it does go all the way to the end of the suppressor, um, mm. but I have got another barrel, because obviously these are quick change. Yep. So you can literally unplug them, slide it out, and, and I've got and, one. And obviously more realistic as well. Keep a couple of yeah. barrels on you for in case you get too hot. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> it's no, 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 no. Yeah. A couple of spare barrels in his back. Yeah. Big um, old um, asbestos glove to change him out with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so I do have two barrels for it. Uh, one's a tight bore, which only goes up to the end of the original barrel, um, and then I've got a normal size one uh, that goes all the way to the end for if I want to be a bit of a wanker as one of the marshals decided to call me once for just <laughs> just sitting there just pulling me just holding the trigger down not short control burst sensor no not on that day it wasn't <laughs> it was a skirmish day so we let you off, let you off yeah it was a skirmish day that cost me an absolute <laughs> fortune that did absolutely yeah, it's, no, you know, it's no point running an LMG at a skirmish day because you will literally no. just yeah no. Yeah, there's a comment no, about that. I, I run yeah, I run three twos yep. in that as well. So, yeah, it just gets too much. 
Because that, mm-hmm. that box mag holds one bottle. And I'll, I'll, at a skirmish, I'll get through that per game. Not per day, per game. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, adds, so adds up quite things, quickly. See, some events you'll be lucky to go through a box mag. Or perhaps go oh, through yeah. one at the end of the... Like, if it starts Saturday morning into the Sunday, you might be thinking of changing it out. Depending yeah. on the contacts, you know. Mm. Yeah, I, I tend to go through is... two. Yeah, mm. sorry, go yeah, so, so Tom makes the point about outside of the ammo limit mill sim film sims. They don't mm-hmm. really have a point in those contexts. Super important. So obviously, no. you know, this is this is you are comparing your um, ammo against uh, a fifteen-year-old with a super high um, spec rift that fires three hundred rounds a second. Um, well, it's not even that. I mean, it's the fact that you've got you could be you've got a two four nine with a box mag in it. Say it's got twenty eight hundred rounds in a box mag, going up against a guy who's got six or seven five hundred round high cap magazines. Hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like okay, you've out ammoed me already, and you're just like you you're geared up as a rifleman, but you've got. But that's one thing that I do quite like. But they're not, are they? I about... mean, it's skirmish day. They're no. not geared up as riflemen. That's no, you know what I mean. No, but, but what I'm saying is they've, they're using a standard M4, but they've got mags for days that are all five six hundred mm. round high cappers yeah. whereas you've got one box mag it, it's just yeah it takes away well, that's that one thing that i've started element. liking that's good with a lot of mil sims now yeah we want a lot of mil sims now are starting to make it so it's riflemen are always single shot which yeah. actually makes it worth carrying this around now yeah 100 because you're the, you're the only one that can have the full auto capability which i actually think makes it like, yeah, you can still spam the trigger out of an M4 or uh, an AK that's been tuned up to the nines. But with that, having to lug that around and being the only one that you can full auto, it's... It makes it worth it. And James, mentioned, James from Defiance mentioned it. that before. Do you know, it does make it yeah. worth it that, you know, you're the grumpiest dude out on the ground on patrol because you're lugging that about. But as soon as you get into a contact, you've got a smile bigger than anyone else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that event where we were... Um, humping it around all weekend. Mm. Like I was at. I, I was not a happy bunny. Was I like walking up that hill? Wayne <laughs> <No. laughs> was, not... was the same. At, soon... um, uh, 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 Imperium when we done that event down there, and we was up four, and he was uh, he was our dedicated uh, support weapon, if you like, for our section. Yeah, he put some miles in that weekend with that, lugging that, lugging his two four nine around. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good fun. I've done it before. Don't worry. I'll, you know, I know what yeah. it's like. I think, I I think with the, um, the, the comment about, obviously, the ammo capacity and the like and the single fire, I don't really think that the single fire makes much of a difference on its own. You know, ultimately, I think the thing that makes a difference is the reduced ammo capacity because, fundamentally, if you've got, if you've got players that can just run about and, you know, they, they've got the... Um, they've got the high cap magazines or they've got the capability of nipping back to a fob rebombing completely then mm-hmm. ultimately you can still achieve almost a similar rate of fire on some lmgs to um an m4 with a, a spammy trigger yeah, um, yeah yeah so i think that the the limited arrow definitely needs to be sort of rolled out on that front you know and, and a lot of the event companies will run a limited ammo um mm. but because otherwise, there's no um, point in having suppressive fire because you could literally get the same rate of fire and, and suppression with just an M4. And then, yeah. you, you know, you don't have someone that's weighted down with a heavier rifle in the field. But then um, you should be able, if you've got a section of rifle I mean, who are on, on semi-auto only, you should be able to put down a, 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 a 
a substantial rate of fire on a single oh, shot yeah. between sort yeah. of five, six guns on, on one position easily. I mean, like James C's comment there, like, he's like, Rifleman should be able to full auto if you were isolated and on the verge yeah. of being overrun, you would be on all. Absolutely agree, mate. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, if it wasn't, if if some of them sites didn't bring them rules in for Milsim events, uh, the full auto would just be abused. Every, it would just be every contact would just be eight guys full auto in. Which you know normally, but that's why I think the limited ammo. I think the limited ammo comes into its own there because you know, all right, fine. You've got three or four guys that are on full auto. You're going to be full auto for about five minutes, and then at that point, you haven't got the capability of of adding yeah. more mags. That's true. Um, that's true. But then it's all the whole. You can only carry six hundred rounds as a rifleman. I've never seen anyone check that. No. Now I'm honest no. on. I will. I will carry that many rounds in my. Although my mags can carry what is it, one forty or one thirty. I will click, 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 and then bleed off a few rounds to make sure that I've got about about 100. It, it could be 105, it could be 97, I, it, but it's def, mm. certainly never full capacity, which I know is 130, 140 rounds. I'm always, I always bleed a few back into the into the speed loader. So I know that I've got as close to as I can accurately get 600 yeah. rounds on me as a, as a, yeah, as a so rifleman for my M4. I mean, yeah, if you when, imagine... when they ammo the LMGs, I just weigh it out now. I literally, mm. I'll just get a set of scales pour work out how many bbs it like how much weight it is mm. and then just pour them in and just make a couple of bags up of that yeah 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 and you imagine being in a firefight with a, a team of people where you've got you know two teams against each other with five riflemen and one lmg but you, the riflemen are literally restricted to say 200 rounds of ammo. you know they are not going to be sitting there going full auto all the time no that's right I mean, um, if, yeah. if, if to go ultra-realistic, I mean, even 600 rounds, perhaps. I'd say 400 rounds for a rifleman. You know, if you've got six 30-round mags plus a bandolier of maybe 100 with the capabilities there. Even like the LMG gunner, you know what I mean? He's got his, he's got his rounds on him, but you'd, you'd split the link between the, within the section. You wouldn't just lumber the poor sword with the LMG plus all the link for yeah. it. It'd have an extra belt, but he wouldn't be carrying all of it. That'd be it. He'd, be, he'd have water, a bit of food, the LMG and, and the ammo that's on it. And then it'd be your link would be split with the section. Same with like spare batteries or <clears throat> comms and stuff like that. It'd all be split split amongst the section. Mm. You know, rage rage makes an interesting counterpoint. He says, but the other difference between airsoft and the real world is that in single shot, uh, a trained guy can put around where he wants it, whereas in airsoft that isn't the case. A light breeze. This is it effect. exactly. This was going to be yeah. my next point, rage. You hit the nail on the head there, mate. You sometimes you've got to walk around onto a target, like you said, because of breeze, it can change and chop and change. In the BB, you can go can flying everywhere. So you do need, you do, you know, for one real round, if you like, you're probably potentially requiring sort of four or five maybe BBs to almost simulate, I know it's very far off, but almost simulate the same sort of contact, you know what I mean? Of trying that's to get onto these, that one single target. That's why these are better, because it's accuracy by volume. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> Just walk it in. Burn, yeah. Burning hell all the way through. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Um, Mac from Predator with a minigun just through the jungle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. Didn't right, hit a goddamn that's a, thing. That's her nickname, the lawnmower. The lawnmower. She's great at cut, she's great at cutting down long grass. <laughs> uh, so we've obviously talked about two four nines and the stoner and stuff, but you know there there are obviously other LMGs out there. So there's the PKMs. Yeah. Um, there's obviously the miniguns and sort of that. So you don't generally tend to see too many of those. To be fair. Mm. Mini guns, um, no. There's there's a couple floating about that come to our site quite regularly. Um, 
They're absolutely, they're, they're horrendous. They're amazing. And I want one. But See, is a minigun, even in the real world, is that, is, is that, yeah, I was going to say, is that, a, is that a handheld weapon in the real, in a real world situation? Oh, I've, I've never seen. Probably. I think the smaller ones, because you can, you can get the different sizes yeah. of them, can't you? Yeah. I think the, the, the smaller is it a sets it, 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 I mean, there's a lot of our guys here who listen are ex or currently serving. I mean, is that a practical weapon to have in a section or a platoon, a, a minigun? Or would a normal sort of SSW or, 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 you know, like a gimpy or something like that be more practical? <laughs> no, it's not. No, it isn't. Like, no, it's, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's usually on the side no, of a helicopter not, yeah. or out the back of a... Yeah. Or, yeah, or sitting of a vehicle, on a Humvee or... Yeah. Mm. I mean, Rage, Rage is, you know, he's saying the minigun is not an LMG. And I, no, I agree, but I'm just, I'm just referring to it within an airsoft because obviously it, it falls under that category. Um, so would that be allowed? I wonder if that would be allowed as a support weapon at a Milsim event, if someone turned up with a minigun. You'd have to have it mounted, I would have said. Would that be an If I was an organiser. I, I, organizer. I would be inclined to say that's got to be mounted on a vehicle. Yeah. Um, or in a static or, position. Or on a static position on a tripod in a, yeah. in a, in a, in a pillbox or in, in, in an an emplacement of some description. That you see, that would be quite game. cool. I, I could see that. Like, literally, you have it as a two-man team. One one person's carrying the tripod, the other person's mm-hmm. carrying the minigun, and then it's set up like that. You know, make make it a crew-served weapon in that respect. That would be quite cool yeah. to see. I'd, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd, awesome. certainly want someone cutting about the field just on their own, on a, on a Jack Jones, just, like, terminator it up to the eyeballs. Yeah, I think that's... Uh... I think that'd be pushing it a little bit too much. Yeah, I mean, Ryan made a good jo- a point um, earlier. If we can scroll up, regarding the weight of rounds, um, obviously a thousand rounds of link um, is a lot heavier than a two thousand. I wonder if we could get an yeah. accurate weight, Ryan. If you could ask the question, how much one thousand rounds of actual link is? Mike's on the Googles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Because that would be an interesting feature. I mean, if it, like making the most Milsim, Milsim of Milsim as ever to Milsim on, whether that would be an option. Yeah. See, that's you what I was carry, with that, you, you can carry a thousand rounds for the LMG, but it has to be the equivalent weight of what yeah. an actual thousand rounds would be. Splitting so the I've, belt. I've made I mean, what do they come in? 200 round same, belts, is it, Ryan? I think, 200 I think it's 200 round or 100 round, isn't it? Yeah. I know the, I know the US Army have a pouch for 100 rounds linked. And a two hundred links. Right, this, these um the warrior, the warrior um commander's pouch, that will hold uh, a full belt of link for a for a two four nine or a, or a mini me or something like that. Yeah, you can get in there. So I'd say that's the two hundred one because the hundred one that I've got is quite a small. Is about half the size. Twenty seven pounds apparently. What's, what's that in English? What's that in real money? Google it. Hang on. Uh, Fifty nine kilos. No, sorry, no, sorry, wrong way around. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> They're all like... sorry, wrong way around. It's twelve kilos. Twelve kilos is a thousand rounds. I reckon so. Yeah, sixty-two grams. Seem... No, that doesn't seem enough. Don't forget. No, the sorry, limit. one thousand rounds of fifty-five gram M one nine three is about twenty-seven pounds. So a hundred rounds is two point seven kilos. Right. So we're looking at you're looking at twenty. We're looking at 26 short kilos, 26 kilos for a thousand rounds split between an eight man section. I reckon that's to be mm. something that's brought in, you know. Now, whether that's done with small weight plates or something like that, where you've got, yeah, there you go. 20, yeah, James C. 100 rounds is 2.7 kilos, so a thousand, yeah, yeah, 27 right. kg. There we go, then. There's a look for you for all you uh, real mill summers out there and you organizers, yeah. defiant if you're listening. Well, you, you've 27 both kg, that up, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. 
my two four nine's heavy, but mine's not as heavy as that because mine's mine's a um, a full stock, but it's a yeah. polymer polymer rear stock. But it is it's still heavy. Don't get me wrong, it's still heavy, yeah. but it's not as heavy as because I put I put that lead in it, didn't I, to make it up to so that as it stands put a bit moment, more lead in his pencil, so yeah. <laughs> weighs the same as <laughs> as an unloaded M two four nine. Right, okay, Mark cool. 46. Mm. Oh. So when that's fully loaded, it's the same weight as one a real one that's not loaded. Just to get made. Nice. That's just that's just for my own suicidal benefit. No, it's good though, mate. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Plus running weighted plates as well. Yeah. Can't beat a bit of set of weighted plates. As a GPMG gunner, you can have a thousand rounds plus a GPMG plus extra barrel. Yeah. I mean, it's it's mm. all weight. No wonder the boys, the, the gunners don't carry any additional kit on top of that i mean christ you know i can only imagine the heats of like some of the amount, some of the war zones that they've been in you know you you're you've got a full helmet on full ballistic helmet you've got your fatigues your boots your fucking plate carrier your belt kit your bergen or day sack plus that i mean mm. christ do you know what i mean it's got to be upwards of 60 well 75 80 pounds worth of kit yeah and then stomping more. for eight-hour patrols on foot through yeah. God knows what. You know, contact drills over the top and down the other side of fucking heaven forbid where. But pff, bloody aura. Cup of tea after that, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> do we want um, to shift over to the tactics of sort of uh, support support guns? Yeah, shoot. Shoot. <laughs> shoot. shoot. <laughs> do bad things. Um, yeah, I yeah, mean two support so... guns for a section, eight man. I mean I hate seeing like five, two four nines, and you've got like six dudes in the team. I'm just like that's. I mean I know that would probably never happen. I mean I know certainly no Legion wouldn't stand for that. Defiant definitely wouldn't. Yeah, I know Terry at SEO wouldn't either. It would be yeah. um, it's like no lads, come on. I mean eight man section. I, I'd expect to see two SM two SSWs in an, in an eight man section. Mm-hmm. To yeah, be what about definitely. base defense if you're doing stag? I'll put them everywhere. That's what I'm asking. Is because we've obviously just identified that we probably wouldn't want to have, you know, each fire team all having LMGs or whatever or, or swords. Chris, Chris would, you, is, uh, would you want the same on stag duty? Do you think? Chris's Mark Forty Six is six point nine kilograms, by the way, and it also has its own mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chris is self-firing. Chris is self-firing rifle. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. See um, when I'm when I'm taking my LMG, like you guys know, if I'm taking off a stag, my LMG will stay in a position. So whoever's on stag knows that there's an LMG there if it's required. That's what well, I. Well, that's do. it, isn't it. That's that's what that's what makes the difference with the the whole harbour area in like a wood block. Compared mm-hmm. to like a, a Sanger in a in a in a fixed compound or fob or something like that, you know, you know, in in a woodblock harbour area, you'd have, like one section would have this arc, and within that section, you're going to have two 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 support weapons of such, so they will be manned at all times. Whether now whether that support weapon is you're buddied up with another rifleman, so when the support gun is actually getting his head down, you're the rifleman who's buddied with you is in charge of your uh, support weapon until you're back on stag. I don't think I can't see it being chucked around within the section because obviously then you've got a guy there potentially without arms reach to his rifle. Whereas if he's next yeah. to his buddy who's got his, you know, he can grab his his mate's rifle or whatever. 
that was how I'd sort of see it. I mean, in a fob, I don't know. I mean, I've not seen it before. It's usually like a whole section's taken all four towers or something like that. You've had two guys on the main gate and then you've had two in each tower. Um, and that's how it's sort of run. Now, if you're if you happen to be in a tower that's got a support weapon, then great. If not, you're usually two riflemen. So, and that's again, important for that's it, important. It can for be split, can't well. it? Yeah, because I if, mean, if Op Four can work out when when you know, say you've got a, a team that rockets, say a Legion event, and the team rocks up, and one one team's you know they're all kitted out with LMGs because they've all brought them along for base defence. Um, but then obviously the stag rotation changes. You know, it, it's that's the sort of information that's fairly fairly valuable to Op Four because if they can clock that. They know, oh, right, between what, 12 and 2, for example. 12 and 2? Yeah, 12 and 2. Yeah, um, you've potentially got a team that's only got a few SMGs on the tower. It's going to make a bit of a difference. Yeah, LMGs. Um, uh, yeah, support weapons. No, no, SMGs. Say, say you've got a team up on the towers and you know that they've not got LMGs because you know that the team that's sort of clocked off because they've changed rotation. Well, I mean, like, just like MP5s or something? Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Because you might you no, might have no. one team where they've all properly kitted out for base defence and another team that hasn't, you know they're a little bit more naive or whatever. Mm. I mean it's either that or you keep your support weapon um, sort of floating, perhaps on mm. like a roaming yeah. patrol within the compound. So if if, if say say front sanger does start getting contacted heavy, you know support weapon need you up top, or support weapon to sanger four, or, or almost having like a little micro QRF team within your section that's on the stag, being your support gunner. Um, and then also, then if someone is proper fatigued or they're proper hanging, you can go and switch them out with them. Give them 20 yeah. minutes, half hour to get a brew and shut their eyes or something like that. That's probably quite a cool idea. Might be worth uh, yeah. trying that out at the next one. Give As I said, like, I, I think <laughs> give you a little rest. As I said, I think <laughs> I think leaving the LMG in a, or also like maybe just leaving a LMG in the in a central point. Yeah, um, yeah. If you're happy to do so, so if anyone, if we, if you do get bumped, anyone can get to that LMG first. And because you're keeping it in the centre of your compound, you can move to wherever you want. Mm. Definitely, yeah. I mean, like I said, if if the if your normal support weapon gunner's got a, an M4 with him as a secondary, when you're on base defence or something, mm -hmm. or when you're on stag at a Sanger yeah. um, or fob, you can, uh, like you said, leave the leave the support weapon somewhere central, and and take the M4 up with you. And if it is yeah, if it does get desperate, yeah. you can duck out and grab it and come back in, something like that. I mean, it's obviously again, it's airsoft. You know, it's you know. You try and be as realistic as you possibly can, but you know there's going to be elements of the game that you're going to try and sort of create parts to make it work for you as, a, as an airsoft team. You know that's essentially what it is. <laughs> Sorry, Chris is just. Oh, did it, Chris? Oh, I wouldn't have known, yeah. mate. Yeah, yeah. Chris says, <laughs> I left my MK forty six on the main gate of Defiant. It rained. The guns trigger contact shorted, and it laced up the fob on its own. These three shut their pants. I was out on a foot patrol. I wouldn't say shut their pants. It was more just concern as to where the fire was coming from. Actually, I uh, thought it was very <laughs> nailed down drills. Yeah. We started getting contacted. We immediately stood to, cleared the compound, and then saw this basher just going. <laughs> it was like they're inside the walls. And then we looked, and it was yeah. like, there's nobody holding that gun. That's magic. It's a magic gun. Um. So in terms of tactics and the like, we've obviously talked about stag duty and the like. Um, what, what other sort of tactics can you employ as a support gun? One that I quite like is um, interlock, interlocking fire. That and half really wind people up. If you yep. can get two LMGs on a uh, on, on an interlocking, in, oh, I can't even bloody say the word. Interlocking, Shoot, shooting across each other. Um, 
X Factor. Yeah. <laughs> so you can literally keep one section down um, while your assault section moves around and flanks them. Absolutely phenomenal tactic that is. Mm. And it, it does... It, nine times out of ten, it works in airsoft. Mm. I mean, getting your, you, getting your support weapons out to the flanks and then coming across because yeah. it stops the enemy or, you, or the force you're, you're attacking spreading out to try and flank you, keep them bottlenecked, and then obviously your guys can then move up through the middle mm-hmm. and you're keeping them contained to your front. You know what I mean? It's almost building a framework around the contact that you're yeah. going into then, just with them two big support guns just coming across each other. Cross Crossing the streams. streams. Crossing the streams. <laughs> That's an important safety tip. Thanks, Egon. <laughs> oh, you two fucks haven't seen Ghostbusters still, so that's completely... Yeah, no. Nah. No. I thought you were talking about Wii, but... You never cross the streams. What, sword fight? That's sword fight. <laughs> yeah, sword fight. Rage nose. Rage nose. Rage nose. James C says, uh, GPMG is in an area where they have a good arc of fire that interlocks to form a beaten zone. I like that as a phrase. Oh, yes. Okay. You should never cross the streams. James, did you run... Uh support then like did you run a uh any sort of support weapon when you're in or do you just know a lot because i'd like to have a chat with you about some uh, about some of the modern tactics because uh well ryan's a um gpmg gunner i believe mm-hmm. was he hence why he could just hoist david aloft over his shoulder <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it, like yeah. it was like it was fucking nothing <laughs> oh. can someone drop me a Either guy, either person, can you just drop me a any message? Any guys out there? Any guys, any guys, drop me a message. Yeah, I'd like to have a <laughs> have a chat. We have seen yes, Ghostbusters. No, they haven't. We have no, seen I haven't. Ghostbusters. Uh, I, I, haven't. Actually, well, I have seen Ghostbusters. I just said I wasn't a huge fan. That was all. It's even worse. Um, <laughs> one thing no. I did want to talk about is uh, the use of ghillie suits and LMGs. Or support weapons, because that seems to be generally frowned should... upon. <laughs> no, I think it should be definitely allowed within, especially in the Milsim <laughs> scene. I think you should be. I think you should be allowed to carry that. I don't I think. Believe I, mean, so. I don't think. I mean, obviously, a real, real situation. A, a support gunner in a section would not be going out with a ghillie crafted ghillie suit of his own. He would be camo and concealing like the rest of his section out mm. in the field. You know, not unless it's a tactic that's changed recently. I, I, I'm not aware of or read up on, but. Um, I don't believe a, a support gunner would go out with a crafty ghillie suit like a sniper would, you know. So, yeah, it's a tough one. I do believe that you should be able to have hoods and use yeah, camouflage so, and concealment, hundred percent. I'm not suggesting they... it's a full leaf suit because I think that would be taking the Mickey a bit. Um, yeah. But hmm. you know, I know Kevin. <laughs> Kevin's just said wrong, wrong, wrong. But ultimately, for ambushes and the like. You know, it, it does help. The, the thing I found um, with using scrim uh, covers on helmets or like the, the upper hood. So I don't generally tend to go with a full ghillie. It tends to be sort of like the, the armpits up. Um, yeah, like the but, viper hood sort of in the rust camera. Yeah, because the, yeah. the problem I find is that when I've got the, the LMG set up um, on the bipod or whatever like that, I am forming a perfect figure with my head, you know, because you can't you can't really duck down quite as much behind it. and mm. Um, it's not the most discreet weapon, is it? No. To get behind a two four nine, especially if you've got the box mag in there, it's only so low you can get it. Hmm. Um, and obviously, the differences in range again from a real yeah. situation to what we do—it's within fifty meters, essentially, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Ryan's just saying. There you go. Look, a support gunner and a sniper bear 
both in Gilly would be OP for Milsim. And I, I do yeah. do agree with you, but at the same time, this is the difference between real steel, I say Milsim, real steel military and airsoft Milsim is the fact that the, the tactics and things do slightly differ. And ultimately, mm-hmm. you know, let's be honest, the reason that some sites don't like and, and actively stop Gillies from carrying LMGs or LMGs dressing up in Gillies is because it is an effective tactic. You know, yeah. if you if you are have someone hiding in a bush that can wipe out an entire squad in five seconds, that's going to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and it does. I've done it. Yeah, I've it does it work. It does work. It does it, work. But um, then you should be able. To, I mean, at the end of the day, you should be able to discreetly position yourself to not require wearing a ghillie no. as a as a support. Yeah, runner. it just it just even helps, snipers. I mean, even Ed, even Ed would say, you know, a ghillie as good as they are. I mean, he's sneaky enough to you to get away with minimal. Uh, camouflage and concealment, you know, the cam creams, this, that, and the other, you know, just a bit of scrim or his boonie hat and this, that, and the other, and cut about because I've seen him do it, you mm. know. I mean, obviously, the likes of like the silly gillies, the hutchies, and that, where they go to skirmish days where there is a vast amount of people in a quite a relatively small area, then yes, they would be in full leaf suits because of the, the engagement distances. I mean, I'm, I'm sure yeah. an awful lot of their kills are from their pistols because of the engagement distances they're on, yeah. Um, but when it comes to a milsim, you know, there's less people. It's a larger area potentially, or it's the same area with less people in it, should I say? So then, the, the distances then increase, and the requirement to be so concealed that someone could potentially step on your back without you, without even seeing you being there, it, it, you know, it's reduced a, a quite a lot, I'd say. You know, yeah, for example, definitely. the event that me and Andy done, the private one with SEO, you know. Oh yeah, we weren't. I mean, more for, more so because the environment we were in. You didn't need gillies there. You could have a bit of no. cam cream on, a boonie hat, a bit of scrim scarf, perhaps. Very lightly camouflaged. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just the environment it helps break up the yeah. outline, doesn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, definitely break up the outline, 100%, Absolutely. mate. Yeah, 100, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, Pegasus says knowing how to use your surroundings as an LMG is better than using a ghillie. Using mm-hmm. the shadow helps a lot. I mean, I think the go. thing, exactly. ultimately, is that if, if you're in a game where you have limited ammo carrying... Um, limited medic rules or anything like that. You you fundamentally want to make, try and maximise your effectiveness in in killing the enemy. I'm using quotation marks there, but you know mm. you you want to take out the enemy players. So if you can let them get a bit closer where they can't see you, and then you can you know almost increase your chances of wiping them out. Mm. That's going to be an advantage to you. Yeah. Um, well, that's 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 if I'm setting up if I'm told to hold a position. Say for an example, uh, a crossroads. I will literally look for the darkest, most overgrown bit of ground that I can find, dive in it, and then push myself forward. So the LMG, it's only the very tip of the LMG poking out. And then if they do come round, like if if an enemy do move into my firing area, I won't I I won't open fire until they get to thirty thirty five meters because. I, I know that at that range, I'm going to get a guaranteed hit. Mm. And again, it's yeah. when you're when you're to put the support weapon again. It's making sure it's wait. If you're like in an ambush position, sort of thing, you've gone. You've done mm. a snap ambush, and you've got intel that there's a patrol coming up through this area. You've got into a position, uh, and, and obviously as a support weapon, it's no. It's waiting for them to corral through, and making sure that you've got that last man. So getting the intel, making sure it's like you know it's you know it's a ten man patrol, or it's an eight man, or a four man patrol, waiting for that mm-hmm. fourth man to clear you. Before you then start engaging, is sort of like a vital thing for a gunner. Yeah. Because you know, then you've got them bottlenecked. If you're the last man out on the flank and you've let them all come in, you know, you've got riflemen off to your left side. They're going to clean up the first few 
and then you're there just making sure nothing else is coming in behind them. Yeah, definitely. I was gonna say there's nothing worse than ambushes which light up way too early and then all you're doing is then just creating another skirmish. Well, this is it, yeah, because you don't let them come. You, you, you get like, the first two or three guys, then the rest of them are just bottlenecked up around a corner of a junction or something like that, thinking, right, what do we do now? Then you end up getting flanked because you, you're in an ambush position. And then it, it's almost like you've been counter-ambushed or counter-assaulted. You know what I mean? Although you've had the better yeah. position to start with, it's been spoilt by a poor trigger discipline. <laughs> <laughs> but also, when... Because <laughs> at, at the SEO event that we you and me did, Lance, you used hmm. that as the... Um, instigator, as it were. Mm, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, so it, so it, the yeah. So we waited for your yeah. call. Basically. And this, yeah, so I had to, I literally couldn't fight, I wouldn't fight her until I knew that they'd passed my position and the other guys could get a shot as well. Yeah. Which and I think, obviously we in waited on Andy. Off, Andy was the whistleblower, yeah. basically. So as soon as he lit up, that's when the rest of the guys knew that they could then engage the enemy. Although they had eyes on, and like, you could see people sort of laying there like. <gasps> It wasn't until Andy yet threw it, and then yeah. we all crossed the streams. And also, I, there is one thing I just want to own up to, which is there is nothing more entertaining than lighting up a whole load of rentals on a on a Sunday skirmish. That all of a sudden the bush starts lighting them up at eighteen rounds a second. It's quite <laughs> yeah. fun. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> but that was another thing. Well, another element. Um, the SEO one was when if you were hit, you just lay on the floor, and that was yeah. in the beginning. If you hit, lay down on the floor. No hit. I'm still getting hit. You're still hitting me, mate. Oh, I fucking hit. Oh, yeah. Just lay on the if floor. If you're standing up, just lay on the yeah. floor. If you're getting shot at when you're laying on the floor, then they're being dicks. But then, obviously, because you know a lot of the people there, know that happened. It was wicked. It made it more realistic. You just said, dude, just mm. drop. Just like, oof, oof. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's quality. Much also, as well, you've got, it, it's hard, like, because when you're at a meal sim as well, like especially if you're with guys that you haven't run with before. So if, say us three went to an event and we got mm. put in a seven-man section. <clears throat> Everyone's paid to shoot plastic, basically. So mm. as soon as someone gets that shot, they're going to shoot the plastic nine times out of ten, I find. So you can have mm. these well-laid plans and have all these wonderful ambushes in your mind. But as soon as someone gets that clear shot, they're going to take it. Mm. That's where you need to Which, be. That's where the, that's where the, yeah. the dr almost the drills need to come into it. You need to know, um, and obviously, like your orbat sort of thing prior to a drill, like you know, like actions on. If we do enemy, if we do contact an enemy, this is what you all do. It won't just be mm -hmm. oh the enemy's over there. Fucking brrr, you know what I mean, it'll be you know if they've not seen you yet, you know, let your section know. You know, eyes on whoever, wherever, what direction. If you can snap ambush, then great, get into cover. Arrange that. Because I do. I do find that a lot of I know this is gonna sound so uh, a lot of World War Two tactics on how they moved and pivoted and used the squad support weapon, which is the BAR. Mm. The BAR back then was your central point. So if you were in like a skirmish line, your BAR would be dead center. So if you have, if you got contact from any direction, your BAR gunner would lie down and fire in that direction. And the rest of your squad would so you would almost sort of pivot on his axis, so his, like a yeah. compass center. Yeah, so your so your uh, lieutenant, which is normally in charge of a uh, a ten man section, you'd have one um, BAR gunner, and your lieutenant, and your BAR gunner, would normally stay in the center, and that right. would be the that would be your and that those tactics seem to work really well in airsoft. 
Um, that's that, that's from your that's from US what reenactment does. Infantry yeah. reenactment stuff. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, that's wicked. I like that. But that it works really well. But that's one of why I wanted to chat to a couple of lads that know more of the modern techniques. Um. So, because I want to learn What's some re? more modern re re. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you have enough canteens. Piss off. Ah, oh, fresh meat. I complimented you earlier. I retract that compliment. <laughs> Bloody canteens. Uh, right, I'm just going to run through a few comments because I've got a few stacked up. Uh, James C says, I'd love a gas blowback LMG. No. Um, Pointless. Where the gas is stored <laughs> in a box mag. Yep. Uh, A&K did one. A limited, uh, a limited run. And they stopped making them because they realised that it needed more gas. Um, go for if you want one, go for a HPA system with a, um, a Daytona system in it. That's oh, you've deal. spoken about that before, yeah. yeah. If you haven't heard it, Google uh, Daytona M two four nine on YouTube. After this, obviously, um, and there's a lad that put one in and. It, the fire on it, it just sounds phenomenal. And you have to cock it properly as well. Uh, Pegasus yeah. says, on the subject of LMG, where can I get an MK46 stock? Ooh. I have no, been Googling asking. whilst we've Ooh, been no. talking and I can't find it. No. So. You, the, unless you're going to buy one from the States, um, there doesn't Anything similar that can be ones. sort of, um, can be sort of bastardised? Well, if you look at, I don't know if you can see uh, can you see that? It's quite. It's a real short, dumpy. Ooh. I can't touch it. Oh, I'll tell you I'll what. Tell you what hang on, on, hang on. I can put your picture yeah. back up. Did you say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. So you see, it's a really short, dumpy stock. Um, you can use um, M4 style stocks, but it's so it's about half the size of that, and. Um, but nowhere seems to be making them at the moment. Um, I have been looking. So would a standard M4 sort of retractable stock fit on that? Yes, it will. And everything? it will. So you could, so I, so you could essentially still get a similarly yeah. looking one. <laughs> you can still get similar looking ones. Um, yeah. Once it's all scuffed up with a bit of paint on it, happy days, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. So Dave's custom airsoft is out of stock. Uh, sorry, I started that off thinking it was in stock, and then it's not. So no. yeah, everywhere's in stock. The only place that had one was Evike over in the states, um, but I'm not sure if they still have it. But um, Pegasus, uh, I will drop you a message later because I'm going over to Texas in September. So <laughs> Andy might... comes back with a whole load of <laughs> about 46 stocks. Good real, luck real steel parts. Although, <laughs> recently, after talking to a very close friend who is a firearms officer, if you put real steel parts on a airsoft gun, you are now making it into a uh, firearm, and it is illegal. Shut up. Yep. You having a laugh? No. He literally said that. He said, "So if you've put, so if you've gone out and bought a a, a proper uh, front rail and put that on an airsoft gun, you're actually making it into a firearm because it's a firearm part that you're putting onto uh, a weapon. So if you get a really picky police officer, all oh, right. 
off. I would love, I would love to meet the police officer that wouldn't know that. You'd have to get someone in a really bad mood. I think you'll find that that Rizrael is actually still Do you remember that there was a police? I don't know if it was police camera action or police interceptors or something. There was a guy. There was a guy driving a quad bike coming down a beach or farmland or something. He had a BB gun on the back, and it was an it was an M4. And uh, the officer held it up because, I mean, you can see how similar to uh, the, the well, to the British Army SA-80, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> an AR-15. I remember watching it. I was like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> there was another one recently where they uh, pulled someone over and in a bag, they had um, uh, a revolver in there. And you looked at it and it's got ASG stamped on the side and it's bright blue. And they're going, oh, it, it could be real. It could be real. Yeah. And I'm sitting there with the missus going, that's an airsoft gun. How do you know? It's got ASG and it's painted bright blue. <laughs> to be fair, if I, if I wanted to undertake illicit activities, uh, I would definitely paint Let's my not real steel that. weapons. No, we can't. Blue. Like Remember YouTube? YouTube might come down. I'm not there. holding anything. <laughs> but I mean, that, that would be a ridiculous... Oh, brilliant. Yeah. I'm just in that. US reporter called uh, an AK an MP5. Love it. Lance, if you're going to read about read about loud. Don't yeah. mumble it. I'm just reading it. <laughs> <laughs> Remember our, our old band comment? <laughs> Dan <laughs> says, so all those blood diamond carbines with the skinny brown hills handguards. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? I don't know what that is. What, it's the, the, um, the carbines on... No, the... the... Blood I don't know enough about carbons. it to explain it. I just, I just know it's here. a thing. Well, look, it's obviously it's a, it's a bloody thing, isn't it? It still doesn't help us, though, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's just like that. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. Um, did we want to talk about some of the other things on our list? I'm conscious. Of the I thought we were going through the comments. Should we go through the comments? We've got. Quite I can go through the rest of the comments. Yeah, yeah. I was just conscious of the the other things that we've got on there. That's why um, we can do those on another one, can't we? Yeah. Uh, Rage says one of the rag boys has the TM Mark um, Mark Forty Six has just had the internals rebuilt with steel gears and such. It's a monster. Yes, oh, mate. That sound pretty nice. Who did he get to uh, do that? Ryan says on large attacks, we'll often put two or three legs into a gun section to lay fire to take attention away from the main attack. L uh, LMGs, not legs. <laughs> just oh, well, yeah, legs. Was saying, it says legs. <laughs> it says legs. I just read it out. But I no, I would have done the same. I, I was like, oh, what acronym is that? I've not heard of that one before. That's what I thought. I was like, legs. legs. Oh, that sounds quite cool. We'll have to learn what that one is. What is this, legs? It's like a spider tactic thing. Oh. <laughs> Ryan filling our head with bullshit again. <laughs> yeah. uh, That's Tom, Tom says, so chaps, define LMG. Haha. Like machine gun. There you go. Yes. Like I think there's a guns. there's a real difference between real steel LMG gun. and airsoft. <laughs> is there a light machine gun? Even real ones? So well. from what I remember reading, a light machine gun can be a base weapon that has been modified to have an increased rate of fire. So that can be hardened barrels, bigger box mags. So technically you could use an m4 with a box mag as long as you can prove that the barrel has been changed to keep up the rate of fire even though it's not a light machine gun 
So, what, did, what, what, so what falls into it? So does a, a two four nine is not an LMG then? And a, a no, that's a sword. That's a squad support. Uh, that's a squad it's a, uh, oh, yeah, assault, weapon. assault weapon. Whatever it is. Um, so I would say an LMG is chambered in five five six, but machine gun is. So we're talking like yeah. Right. So like a, a mini me would be a, a, an LMG, a, but a GPMG would be a yeah machine gun. There is there is actually the a, a, a thing on online. Bloody hell! So it's a minefield, isn't it? Really, luxury machine gun, absolutely. <laughs> luxury machine gun. <laughs> Squad automatic weapon, SAW. Yep. HMG would be something like an M two fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, love it. Yeah. Definition. Ooh, ooh. Oh, we sound really good now, don't we? Yeah. Well, we don't. Guys. No, it's just, you, it's, you've it's, all made us sound really good. Yeah. The listeners have made it sound really good. Fifty <laughs> cal would be a heavy yeah. machine gun. Yeah, um, but Adam says you can't go on caliber as a Vickers is in point three three, but it's still a HMG. So a heavy machine gun. I'm guessing that maybe is it something that can't be uh, sort of, be like, a rate of fire. You know, personnel weapon sort of thing. It's got to be a mounted weapon as a heavy machine gun. It's got to be uh, either like onto a onto a vehicle frame mount, or it's got to be. Mountain or something to, to be classed as a, as a heavy machine gun or, or a, you know, a light machine gun, I'm guessing, is something that can be transported on foot by a patrol to a mm. position or what like that maybe I don't know. I'm just guessing. Yeah, 50 so, cal would definitely I don't be know. A... I'd love a 50, S or 50 like cal. Oh, a, oh, a Dushka oh, 50 oh, cal on the back of a Toyota. Oh, um, I'd love it. Uh, Mr. Stratton's uh, is a uh, 110. That's got a 50 cal, which is a modified uh, M14 gearbox and that and he's made a 50 cal body cocking handle big box mag uh, or belt fed magazine it goes into it, it is the bollocks see and i, I think he's got the 249 in the front driver's commander seat at the front of the range you mate that's a i'll get a picture and i'll put yeah. that off I'll, I'll get dave's permission first and i'll post a picture on it on our uh on our uh facebook page of it see afterwards. i've always thought if you make a 50 cal you should be firing at least tennis balls what ammo weight is this? Uh, <laughs> in its own category, isn't it? A, a grenade yeah. machine gun. See, see, I, I, I would, I, I would say golf balls, but you get hit by a golf ball that's been fired out of a fifty cal. It's gonna. Hurt. So with it's, that, because obviously a grenade machine gun, it's quite a relatively short barrel compared to like a fifty cal net. But so if you were to increase the barrel on a grenade machine gun, was obviously that like Grenade the range. machine guns though. It's a belt. It's just what it is. It's, it's a belt-fed grenade launcher. Uh, it's the M something, isn't it? MGL. No. What about Royal HMG is for emplaced fire support and use exclusively on vehicles. LMG is for maneuver warfare and short-range suppression. MMG or GPMG needs to be both. Ah, so it, so it's right. Okay, I'm with you. Are they all called M three hundred six grenade machine guns? Yeah, go Lance. Woo, Mark, winning the Mark 19 40mm machine gun is an air-cooled, disintegrating, metallic, link, belt-fed, blowback operated, fully automatic weapon. <laughs> a GMG is basically a small caliber belt-fed mortar. Because <laughs> you imagine it. Yeah. Oh. A Mark 19 grenade automatic grenade launcher is the one that you're thinking of. God, I need a more peaceful hobby. Well said, that. Range, the Ryan says the range for a GMG is uh, the grenade machine gun is two kilometers. Bloody Can you imagine? Right. Tag, oh, yeah, tag a missing a trick thing. here. Tag a missing a trick that they don't bring out. A, um, a tag round grenade launcher 
Could so, you imagine running that at a scene, though, at 60 it, quid a pop? No, it's <laughs> in, a real, in a real... I mean, Orion's clearly been out in the ranges and that with this. I'm sure a few of the other chaps have as well. If you were two kilometres away from that when it was fired and it was fired towards you, would you have heard that first shot or would you just hear it coming in at you at the last second? Because I don't you wouldn't, want to you wouldn't hear it fired because they must be going... You know, but you, I mean, a lot of the times they do hear the crump they, of a mortar tube going off, um, which I've read in books. And uh, One of them was the... Um, uh, yeah, you would hear out. it before it got to you. Yeah, because it, oh, they would they would have to travel faster than sound. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a bit in the book, and he says the, their mortar team, um, because obviously they that's what they're trained in, could listen to the enemy mortar, get a rough idea of where they fired it and how long they've got before they got to get into cover. He said, if you see the mortar guys duck for cover, he says you do the same. He said you don't try and guess it. He said you yeah. do exactly what they do. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, it must be. They know. They literally know. Um, it must be the same the sort of theory as thunder and lightning. Surely, so if you, you know, if you've not read this book yet or listened to the audio, you must. Uh, where is it? Talk about yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because whatever you fire to that. not hear it, you have to. It has to be travelling faster than sound. Mm. No that one there. Out. That's a crap. No way out. No way out. By, by who? Um, it's by Major Adam Jowett, and it's about the uh, Easy Company. It was the uh, Paras and ah. Uh, Rifles, I think Irish rifles and Musakala 2006, and they were basically surrounded for a, a, a long time uh, and got quite became quite a desperate situation at one point. But it's a brilliant, it's a brilliant story, brilliant, brilliant story to uh, to listen. To. Audio books, I drive to work, so I always put an audio book on. It's fantastic, very, very good. Uh, yeah. Dan points out that Tag's original promo video they used a rotary grenade launcher. I think that's the one where they. They're firing smoke rounds, the vellum rounds on a, a building, something like that. But a tag GPMG, that'd be amazing. Yeah, that's that's that to me is the sort of thing that you know a group of people that I know are in this chat might might be interested in buying. Yeah, <laughs> I'd see. I, I love There'd the tag a lot thing. I love that. I, I do love the tag round type thing. All right, as a support weapon, like the the, the launchers, the UGLs, but. I, I just don't think you can beat the striking of a that the, the cordite smell of striking that mortar and dropping it into a tube. <laughs> yeah. I just don't think you can for the fun factor. I just don't. Think oh, it's you definitely can beat fun. That. And that as great and as accurate as tag launchers and it. rounds and that are, it's just that. And if, so if you could have, or you could when Wayne feed, did it, put a smoke round in it. I wonder if you can gravity feed <laughs> a a tube like a cartridge of of mortar rounds. Wayne. Oh, do you reckon we could do that? What? No, it wouldn't work because you'd have you'd have gas leak up through. The... I was thinking if you could have a long cartridge with say twelve mortar rounds without the striking caps on them, but then you have one striking cap at the bottom. So as soon as you pulled a pin <laughs> or you cocked it, you had a you had a, a mortar drop down, tsh, hit the striker, you close the chamber, boom, cock it, tsh, boom. So, so how did Lance? You're basically making an old a musket. You're basically making an old. I mean, you need a, a tube with a box section on the top with a magazine to hold the twelve or whatever it is mortar rounds, uh, with the striker catch removed. No, <laughs> let me finish. Let me finish. You've got a, then you've got one initial striker inside. So gravity. You open up the chamber. The tube round drops down. It hits the striker on the way past. You close the breach. Boom, you pull the breach. Next one. Pull the yeah, you might it... as well do it with a trigger. I was just going to say, you might as well just literally... No, there is no trigger, is there? Because it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, no, a friction strike round. Yeah, because you, no, you can electronically it ignite it. Yeah, but I want to can... cock the fucking... 
I want it. I want it that. That's what I want. I'll make him one of them. Wayne, okay. get your welder out. We need we need some parts off of lorries quick. So, <laughs> Adam says a tag GP, a GMG for when you hate your wallet more than your enemy. Yeah, exactly. And rage, rage does make the point. The tags are also a lot of fun too. Oh no, yeah. I don't uh, doubt that, mate. At all, I do not doubt that at all. I mean that shot that um, Mike Mike Martin made at Legion, where he was way off in the tree line, he managed to bounce it in. Off, off the roof. one of the roofs, and then got um, uh, fresh meat whilst he was in that room. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> um, Basically, I want to make a howitzer, Dan. Yep. Yeah. That's the they do. They do about. make it. Sorry, Dan. I, I turn yeah, Look at Pegasus. Pegasus Gravity. Google fed. Lancer Tactical Mark Nineteen. I'm going to do it. Oh, look out. You do it. They do make, um, I mean, I've seen a lot of the reenactment mill sims and stuff like that sometimes obviously run um, field artillery and things like that. The firelight, the nerf, um, the nerf grenades, like the vortex balls and things like that. And there's a oh, whole yeah. there's a whole um, Facebook group dedicated to airsoft artillery, which I mean, I'm a member of purely just because I like the awesome stuff that people are making. Um, yeah. But that, that's quite cool to watch, but. Harry what? apparently thought of doing an electric igniter on the bottom of a mortar tube uh, with a turbo flame lighter, maybe. Mm, yeah. It's $8,000. What is? Oh, blimey, they have made it. <laughs> <laughs> what, and that launches tag rounds? Or if, the, you or went, like... if you wanted the 40mm grenades included, <laughs> it's, it's $8,000. One-to-one scale replica. Oh, why not? That is that is tags. No, like that's that's firing Moscart rounds, which which would be rubbish. Well, that just fires <laughs> at the end of the barrel. <coughs> that picture on there is firing Moscart rounds. So they're like the uh, the multi-shot forty mil grenades, oh, no. which means that you've basically got a crew-served shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> that's pathetic. I'm not spending eight grand. Yeah, 40 mil shower grenades. Oh, yeah, no. but you could yeah. modify that. Contains two HPA engines internally to allow I double know, fire. I don't know if that barrel will hold up to tags and that going through it, would it? Yeah, you, just cut, you could just cut that plastic one off and just put a solid alley bar a in scaffold it. tube. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no Can't beat a scaffold tube more. Right, let's just try and whistle <laughs> the rest of these. Uh, Philip Dunn asked what film sim is. So film sim um, is kind of... I mean, it's a term I guess was probably coined by uh, Octo and Gunman. Yeah, the Gunman guys. It's more uh, of a, ro- a it's heavily roleplay based. Um, yeah. Not as hard routine as a mill sim with a break in in the middle, sort of like um, it's sort of like a. Two, and it's quite storyline. Yeah, it's very storyline driven. Uh, it's like two battle sims over a weekend with a break in the middle in the evening. That's mm. what they sort of refer to it as a film sim. Yeah, and a lot of ham, a lot of hamming it up when you get hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot, awful lot. Of, yeah, a lot of dramatics. <laughs> It's also, I mean, like some of the milsims oh, we've yeah. been on. Oh my yeah! <laughs> some of the milsims we've been on previously. Um, it, it's the, the storyline is kind of semi-created by your activities. Where I would say that film sim is kind of there's a storyline that they're trying to follow. If that makes sense. Hmm. Um, so it might be. I mean, we we've been in some of the situations before where we're occupying sort of a certain part of the field, but they want us to pull out so that they can allow another bit of the storyline to develop, which is stuff that they've you know geared up with props and characters and things like that. Um, 
which is cool. You know, it's, it's just a, a slightly different way of playing it. Um, what if you could just do that? What if you just get a nice white hot briquette from a barbecue and just drop it in a mortar tube? Then you can just drop the drop the the round down it, and it would light when it down the bottom. Rather than having to strike it, you just yeah. But then the I don't know if Andy's frozen or if he's just lost in thought. No, I was like thinking, but if you have something hot constantly down you the bottom frozen, of that Mike. barrel, I thought you were. <laughs> <laughs> it just get hot. I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> I'm not going to try that. I am definitely going to make a howitzer though, like a like a gravity. <laughs> I need to get. I want. I want I need Lance, to get on the phone it needs to, to be something that you have to tow to the event. That's what I, I want will. to see. Oh yeah, it's going to be completely over the top and flamboyant. It's going to be a yeah. huge cannon with a teeny weeny little forty mil scrapple tube in the middle of it. Like the fires Moscart rounds. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it will fire. It will fire <laughs> FBS uh, mortar rounds. Guaranteed. Um, yeah, no, uh, uh, Andy, you're asking about the uh, the smoke. So we were at Legion, and um, Wayne Fresh Meat had grabbed some rounds from our uh, billet, basically, and we we ran out there with the mortar, and I was angling the mortar, um, and then Wayne was dropping the rounds into it, and he uh, we got to like two or three in, and then all of a sudden it started smoking because we he dropped a smoke grenade into it because they the FBS smoke grenades are almost exactly the same look as the. Um, <laughs> Oh, well, that's the mortar yeah, rounds, basically. Yeah. So it, it literally just went straight in the tube and then just started to fizz and it went everywhere. It was a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you all panicked. Oh, my God, it's going to explode. <laughs> but it was more just like, I was like, what? what is happening? Like, I don't Because obviously <laughs> it's, it's ultimately... This round is really cooking. <laughs> it's ultimately a pyrotechnic, isn't it? So you do need to be a little bit wary when you're using them. Um, and I've just got this tube, this scaffold tube with loads of smoke billowing out at the end of it. I was like, what is happening? There's something wrong here. Um uh, Fresh Meat said, last skirmish I ran uh, mine, I got into a bush next to the enemy objective and sat there laughing for half an hour, stopping the other team from getting near me. Got told to leave my bush in the end. Yeah, oh, that happens a lot. Oh. Uh, James C said, nah, riflemen should be able to full auto if you were isolated on the verge of being overrun, you'd be on automatic. I think we covered that. Sorry. Actually, barbecue coal is a good idea. You can get electric shisha hookah. Charcoal elements. Shisha hookah. Ooh. Yeah. See, it wasn't a stupid idea by me. I've had two good ideas. <laughs> One, making a howitzer. Two, was uh, briquettes. Yeah. Empire Airsoft says, when are we doing Nilsen? I'm planning. When are we doing a Milsin? Do you oh, mean that I've general? got a lot of dates. Yeah. Because um, uh, I want to do the Defiant one again. But not DEA. I want to do the Defiant one, go. but I can't. Why not? Because we've got another event the weekend before, and I suggested it, and it ended up in an argument. Hello. Which one was that? <laughs> Sorry, I went into Grange Hill then for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to carry on. Um, I want to, but I'm not gonna... <laughs> James Shaw says, at Gladius 5, we scared Op 4 all the way back to the village with three LMGs on the gate. Nice. nice. Yep. It works well. Mind you, I don't like the sand fob now at, at Legion because it's, it's your kill box. Mm. Once you're in there, you're not coming out alive. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there's, there's what was there one or two firing points? They still got the well, four it used to be. No, it there used to be you could fire out there's of no. There's no coverers there now. That, that no, you used to be able to fire out the building as well slightly, didn't you? Or you got more of like eyes out the building, whereas it's a lot more sealed now. So. Mm. Um. 
Rage can't make Red Tide 2 either, as it's my little boy's birthday. Oh, mate. Well, happy birthday oh. to your boy. Regardless. Yeah. I was Pop down the weekend before, mate, to a uh, private event if you want, Rage. So you need some details, brother. That's the one the weekend before, Andy. Yes. Is it? Yeah. Yes, Andy. Like, literally, they are one weekend the next weekend. That's the problem. Oh. Um, Rage <laughs> says... The oh. biggest problem I find with military tactics in airsoft is that BBs don't kill the uh, don't kill people, so the enemy do not act the same, uh, making you have to rethink the tactics. Yeah, yeah I'd agree don't, with that. BBs yeah. don't kill people; rappers do. <laughs> <We're not>. Um, <laughs> and then Adam said, "A gilly is never unrequired. There's nothing that makes you feel like you're in Afghan like heat stroke." <laughs> I can imagine. I can only imagine, mate. Yeah, horrendous. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and James C said there is a picture of an Australian gunner with a suppressed LMG webbing and a ghillie hood. I don't bet he looks fucking awesome. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to have to throw that photo. Yeah. You've, you've sent Michael on his. That's your homework for the weekend, Mike. That's Where's my, my webbing and my suppressor? <laughs> <laughs> I need that for the weekend. <laughs> uh, right. Cool. I think that's probably it. Tonight's episode. Um, I think so, we had yeah. planned to get through a lot more of different support weapons as well. We were going to be talking sniper about mortars and snipers, and sniper roll, and um, <laughs> all Sorry, pieces. Prick. We were having a chat about what we were going to discuss on tonight's episode, and there was a, a discussion that we were going to cover um, LMGs, mortars, grenade launchers, and like. And then Lance was asking about snipers because obviously there's a the sniper role. And then he kept persistently asking it to the point of where he's basically asking about a sniper sandwich. Um, because he's... Uh, and I honestly thought he was drunk at this point. <laughs> I was just like... I was, I was asking the same question as many times as possible in different ways and waiting for these two to bite, but neither of them bit. Where is it? Here we go. Just I generally thought you were drunk. That's the sniper role. That's the sniper role. She's a pickle, pickle, I think. Which I, like I never even knew was a thing. Ooh, let's finish on that. So, what would be uh, an, a, a, a support gunner's role of choice? What do you reckon? Uh, it's got to have ham because it's a ham bush. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Right, that's it. Cheers. Thanks for logging in, Thanks, guys. Thanks, <laughs> yeah. All right, we're off. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm proud of myself for that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, I think a sniper would be a partial to a cheese and pickle roll myself. A long baguette because of the long rifle. So I've it's got it some salad in it, doesn't it? Surely. It's, no, no, it's got to be surrounded by green. Bit of vegetation. Yeah. No, no, he doesn't. He wants cheese and pickle. Damn it. Yeah. Now, LMG I mean. gunner, big slab of brisket, cheese, onion. Let's just throw some shrimp in there as well. All in a nice brioche bun. There you go. Meatballs. Oh, look, yeah, see, Ryan's throwing there like a, like a meatball marinara subway, perhaps, with some jalapenos on the top, like the black Ooh, olives. Yeah, you've got to have something with a bit of spice. Kenny says, is there a tumbleweed emoji? A tumbleweed emoji. If any of you ever watched Shooting Stars with uh, Reeves and Mortimer, when uh, was it Vic Reeves, whenever he says one of his jokes, and it's just like the whole audience just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the church bell tolls in the background. Ray <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> says support gunner should eat corned beef and Branson pickle, the role of oh, real men. That's yeah. exactly what I was going to suggest, mate. Corn beef. Corn beef. Mm. That's what a support gunner. Okay, so we've done sniper. Support. I'm having, we're not having says any more no crusty bacon roll with brown sauce. Rifleman roll. What's a rifleman's roll? <laughs> Corn. 
A prawn, a prawn salmon. salmon. I would partial to a prawn and smoked salmon roll. I'm not going to lie, but I don't know if that would be. I don't know. I don't know if I, it would be. I don't know. No, not for a rifleman. If you'd like rifleman to let us know what, what what role uh, 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 a rifleman <laughs> would be, please email us at nofochart.com. Beef and mustard. Beef and cheese and mayo. Rifleman is like a bland plain cheese. See, I was going to say <laughs> rifleman would be like a perhaps a cheese and piccalilli. <laughs> cheese and piccalilli. Because it's not a sniper and it's not a uh, support gunner. It's it's a little bit of everything. tuna and I cucumber. Feel like a lot tuna of these sandwiches are just the same thing. <laughs> or, or, or how about a rifleman? It would just be sandwich spread. Do you remember that old shitty jar of sandwich oh, spread? Yeah, the, the stuff that came in Which the is essentially like tube. digested like fish paste. Yeah, the whole fish paste crab paste sandwich. Ooh, you bastard! <laughs> right on that note thanks I for joining we, us this week I, I think we should risk it show one of the photos and see what YouTube does oh I've already it's turned the end, off it? no I've already turned off yeah. no, but I want to do some more roles next week though because I've really enjoyed that okay. yeah there, there, is, there are more that would be a yeah there are more loadouts that we can cover Ryan so says the radio time. operator is definitely a champagne breakfast <laughs> absolutely yeah. darling caviar and all sorts yeah yeah Absolutely. Uh, OC, I reckon it'd be a ploughman's. Ploughman's, ploughman's yeah, yeah. yeah, as a team leader, definitely, definitely a ploughman's for me. Thanks for joining us this week. Next week, we're going to be talking about uh, Milsim storylines and sort of how to develop um, the Milsim from the role play perspective. <laughs> um, we'll be covering uh, like meals and stuff. Within and, and we'll be covering roles as well, apparently. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us regarding any of our competitions, obviously you can email us at nofochat.com. Instagram is at November underscore foxtrot underscore nofo, and our website is novemberfoxtrot.co.uk. Or you can contact us on our own individual Instagrams, which are on the screen now. Cool. I think it's a raffle tickets. Get some raffle tickets. Come on. Yes. Get your raffle tickets. Stay nofo. And you get some nice prizes. But I can't is... believe the RAF be a ploughman's. That's really... I love a ploughman's. Oh, RAF a ploughman's. <laughs> you know, little haunch of bread and a bit of stilts. Say goodbye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are we going now? Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye-bye, guys. Stay nofo. Ciao. Ciao, Bella. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> 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 See you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>